Welcome back to the Alone with the Mouth podcast, the podcast that has my psychiatrist concerned for my mental well-being. Uh, if you're new here, these are the podcasts where I sit by myself alone and I let my train of thought, I let my stream of consciousness just kind of take control and take us wherever it wants to go. I'll normally write down a couple of quick words and then see what I come up with, or I will write down like a phrase to get us started. I want to talk about why sleep is a scam and how the government is lying to us. This is something that I've believed for years, actually, and I figured it's time that I share my thoughts with the world because I think more people need to be aware about this issue. Um, there's, there's a lot of there's a lot of stigma going on with sleep. There's a lot of things that we have been told our entire lives about sleep that simply are not true. These are lies that are being pushed out by the U.S. government. I want to make that very clear. The U.S. government has been pushing out these lies for hundreds of years. Um, and they, they have gotten other governments to go along with them. One of the things, I just challenge you, the listener, before we get started, I challenge you to go 96 hours without sleeping. All right, go four, five, six, seven days without sleeping and see what will happen to you. Okay? Okay, I haven't slept in like 12 hours. I haven't tried this. I'm too scared to. And th- is there a chance you could die? Yes. Is there a pretty good chance you will die? Yes. But I do think that once you get past a certain threshold, once you get past that four, five, six day mark, if you're able to survive, I think you're able to kind of get past the need for sleep and you don't have to sleep ever again. I think it's one of those things. It's like sleep is an addiction. You are addicted to sleep. I am addicted to sleep. But why are we addicted to sleep? Because the government is putting drugs in the air that make us need sleep. All right, and I do think that, um, again, I do, I do strongly believe that if we go five or six, seven days without sleeping, if every single American did that, I think a lot of us would die, but those who didn't die would never have to sleep ever again. It would get us, it would get our brain past that placebo effect, right? The main reason people are dying is because their brain thinks that they need to sleep, and so their brain just kind of turns off after a couple of days. But the government is putting drugs in the air that are making us sleepy, and I know you guys, I know you guys are thinking, oh, what is this stupid rant? What is wrong with you? I know that's what you're thinking, but why would the, why would the government do that? How does the government benefit from this? All right. Well, first of all, um, it, it gives them the ability to work in the dark. It gives them the ability to work in silence, work when we aren't watching, because when we're asleep, we cannot be seeing, we cannot see what the government is doing when we're asleep. Um, they want us to sleep every night. They want us to sleep for eight hours a night, eight hours a night. The government is able to do whatever they want with your body. And so, so what are they doing with this time? Well, once a year on December 24th, uh, December 25th, Santa comes and brings presents. That's a great thing. Isn't that awesome? Don't you love it when Santa comes? What about the other 364 days a year? You think Santa Claus is the only one breaking into your home? Okay. No, Santa Claus, the government has, okay, everyone knows that Coca-Cola invented Santa Claus in the 20s. Well, really the government invented Santa Claus as a way to distract us from the fact that us sleeping could mean that people can be breaking into our house could mean that the government is breaking into our house, right? So they play Santa Claus. That way they think, oh, only only Santa Claus would break into our house or like a burglar or something. Only Santa Claus or a burglar would break into our house. The U.S. government would never break into our house. They wouldn't do that, but they do. That's exactly what they do. And Santa Claus is a distraction. So once a year, Santa Claus breaks into your house and he drops off coal or like something cheap from Walmart and, and drops it into your living room, into your stocking. But the other 300... 364 days a year, I I believe that the U.S. government breaks into your house, maybe not every day, but definitely about, I'd say about once a week when you're asleep, and they know when you're asleep. They know everything you do. They see you when you're sleeping, and they know when you're awake. They know if you've been good or bad, so please um, don't stay awake. They break into your house, and they place spiders into your home. 
They break into your house and they place spiders in your home. That is what the U.S. government does when you are asleep. That's why they want you asleep. They want you asleep so they can place spiders in your home. Two reasons why. Number one, spiders scare the average American person. Okay? They instill fear into the lives of many Americans. All right? Do you know how spiders have eight eyeballs? <laughs> no, they don't. They have eight little cameras that are implanted into their eyes. That's what they have. They use spiders to stalk the American people, to keep an eye out, to make sure we're not... Um, I don't know what they're so worried about us doing. Maybe the word we're going to start a militia. And so that's why they're watching us. They're watching each and every one of us to make sure that I'm not starting a militia and to make sure you're not starting a militia. I think it's time I start a militia to fight back um, because governments are watching us all across the world now. And I believe it did start with the U.S. government back in the early 1800s with whatever president was president back then because I only know George Washington, Abraham Lincoln, and Barack Obama. Those are the only three presidents I'm aware of. And also Richard Nixon. I th heard he was a pretty good guy. So, yeah, spiders spiders are created by the government. And I know what you're thinking. Oh, this sounds like birds aren't, aren't real. You guys, are you guys familiar with that movement, the movement that birds aren't real? Of course birds are real. That movement is stupid. That is the dumbest. Why would the government create a a bird that people aren't afraid of to watch us right no they 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 love fear right the government revolves around scaring americans around scaring their citizens and so they put cameras in spiders because spiders are scary birds aren't scary it doesn't make any sense if you believe that birds aren't real you are stupid spiders aren't real wake up wake up wake up wake up wake up wake up okay I have a lot of stuffed animals, and I do think there is a stigma around men having stuffed animals, and I just want to say that I like having stuffed animals. Just want to put that out there. I was lucky enough to make the dean's list at my university last semester, and I'm just saying that to brag. Um, also to say, I'm not sure how I did that. I don't try very hard. Um, well, I okay, so, so my philosophy in school um, I ha do not like school at all. I, the school I'm at is good, but I don't like doing school, especially like gen eds and stuff. So my philosophy, here's a little bit of life advice. Um, do just like turn everything in and then like you'll probably be fine. That's my philosophy. And that's the philosophy I live by. I often, about once a week, I'll go to Tim Hortons. This is Tim Hortons about 15 minutes away from my school. Typically on Saturday mornings, I'll go to Tim Hortons. And the service there is always really slow. The service has, the people are, are pretty nice, but the service is always slow. Today was actually the fastest. It only took them like five minutes to make my coffee. And there's, there's never anyone at my Tim Hortons because no one goes to Tim Hortons anymore except for like to get Timbits in, in the drive-thru. So it's always empty and it always takes them way too long to get my stuff out. But I keep going because it's pretty good. Because the stuff there is pretty good. Their coffee is pretty good. Their donuts, their muffins are pretty good. And so what I've realized is if you're starting a business, customer service does not matter as long as the, your product is good. As long as your product is good, customer service does not matter. That's why I'm so nice to my fans, to the people who watch me, because I my product isn't good. And so I need like the service to be good so that way people still like me. Um, so that's a little bit of marketing advice for all of you future business men and business women. In the last episode, one of the things I talked about was how I think being chapstick might be one of the worst items, might be one of the worst items ever. I, 
I, I, in someone in the comment section, I, I briefly touched the idea of being toilet paper about how like that wouldn't be bad, but it'd be a brief, it'd be, it'd be brief, it'd be swift. You're just, if you just want to apply toilet paper, they'd, they'd wipe you and sure it'd be gross, but then you could be flushed away, you'd disintegrate and you would die. But someone in the comment section made a good argument for toilet paper, and I don't remember what it was, and I don't remember who said it, but thank you for bringing up that argument. Um, and it got me thinking another item that I would not want to be is an iPad. But not just any iPad, right? To be an iPad, I think, could be pretty cool in theory, right? You're this new piece of technology, and sure, you'll go out of date in a couple years. But, like, in the moment, you're kind of, like, the thing, right? You get to be someone's personal computer. I mean, iPad's basically a, a computer of sorts. You get to be someone's personal computer, personal, pers you know, this person relies on you. This person needs you for their work, for their create, you know, for their creative endeavors to play Clash of Clans. They need you. But if I was the iPad of a three-year-old, I think being an iPad for a three-year-old would be the worst thing on planet Earth. I think it'd be worse. I think I'd rather be toilet paper than be a three-year-old's iPad. Because a three-year-old's iPad, this is how it's going to go. So they're going to, every morning, they're going to pick you up. They're going to be all snotty because they're, they're, I don't know, kids are always snotty and their hands are always warm. So they're going to get their sweaty, snotty hands on you. They're going to have to, they, if they use you every day, they're going to have to like smash your home button in over and over again because it's going to be, you're going to be like so sticky because they're so sticky and their stickiness has seeped inside of you. And they're going to do three things. They're going to, like, take pictures on it, but the pictures aren't even going to be good, so you can't even show them off to your iPad friends. They're going to watch YouTube Kids, and it's going to be the worst content ever, and they're they're going to laugh. They're going to laugh like little demons. And at first, you're going to think their laugh is pretty cute, but then you're going to realize, uh, um, yeah, at first, their laughs are going to be pretty cute, and then you're going to want to, like, they're, they're going to ring. They're going to ring cute in your speakers, and then after a couple of months, you're going to want to rip your motherboard in half. But you can't rip your own motherboard in half. You need someone to do it because you're an iPad. So they're going to just watch crappy... You're, you're going to have to watch crappy videos with them. And they're going to think it's the best thing ever when you know that this content is awful. Or they're going to play these little educational games that their mom is going to make them play. And they're going to suck at them. They're, they're going to be stupid. They're not going to know what sound a cow makes. They're not going to know a plus 12. They're not going to know anything. And those are the, the only three things they're going to do. And maybe they'll play some other, like, they'll play, like, Subway Surfers or something. But they're a little kid. They're a three-year-old, so they're going to suck at those games, too. There is no enjoyment in being an iPad for a toddler. There's just pain. And I think I would rather, I'd, I'd rather be chapstick. I'd rather be touched by someone's mouth on a daily basis than be touched, um, than be an iPad being used by a toddler every day. Because toddlers are gross. And I don't know how they're so snotty. They're always so, so snotty. And that's why I'm never going to have kids. That's probably a lie. I'll probably have kids. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not opposed to having kids. I'm, 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 I don't know. It's like I like the idea of having kids, and I'm probably going to have kids if I'm afforded the opportunity of uh, having a wife. I, I, I wouldn't mind settling down and having a couple of kids. But there's definitely parts of it that I dread. I dread the part where they're like super young and can't take care of themselves like age one i dread the part where they're like two through four where they're just going to be like all whiny and they're going to be cute but they're going to again they're going to be all snotty they're going to be whiny they're going to be stupid and then ages like five through ten they're still whiny they're still stupid but they're a little less smart and they might and they they're still going to cry for dumb reasons and then ages 11 to 18 they're kind of brats and they're definitely not cute at that point, and they're just brats, and they're dirtbags, and they're going to treat you like crap, but they're not going to love you anymore, and then they're going to move away at 18, and you'll never see them again. That's the part of, of parenting I dread. Thank you so much for listening to the Alone with the Mouth podcast. 
You guys are the best. I will make other... I'm not just doing this podcast. I'm working on sketches. I have a bigger sketch I'm working on right now. It's less of a sketch, more of like a, a fictional story that I'm kind of working on. So I'm working on other projects. This is something I'm just able to kind of do in between. I appreciate you, I appreciate you guys' support. Please um, like, subscribe, find us on Spotify, sp- find us on iTunes, find us on all the other podcasting platforms. I'm an author. I have a book out on Amazon called The Chaotic Mind of a College Student. I'm trying to promote that more without being annoying, so I just throw it in at the end of these podcasts. Um, go to Amazon, or you can find it through my YouTube channel. Um, if you're, It's like a little poetry book that's pretty funny and a little sad, and I think you guys might enjoy it. It's just like two bucks, so and it's like a 20-10 minute read. Not a 20-10 minute read, but a 10 minute read or a 20 minute read, depending on how slow you are at reading. Everyone have a great day. Goodbye.